Another first in the NFT space as a patent is being auctioned as an NFT and National Hockey League star is launching an NFT collection to commemorate his career highlights and in the classic meme world, Charlie bit me as being sold as an NFT and scrubbed from the internet. Dan Harmon, creator of Rick and Morty, is getting into the NFT game. You'll discover what Bitsky is, and rapper Tom McDonald has turned the hip-hop world on its ear by purchasing an NFT beat and turning it into an amazing song. We're not rappers, we're barely podcasters. But since we're here and you're here, let's proceed as though none of that really matters for the Nifty News episode number 58 of the Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. The lock, the load, it's already set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy, the Nifty Show. Welcome to the Nifty Show. This is Nifty News, episode number 58 of the twice-weekly show, which sometimes becomes thrice-weekly. That is Travis Wright. That is true. I am he. He is he. He's the other he. I am he's as you are me and we are she. You know what? If they did, I am the walrus today. (laughs) (laughs) I am he and he is her and she is they and we are all together. We are all confused (laughs) as hell. (laughs) We love everyone. Come on. We we do love everyone. We love to make fun of everyone, including ourselves. And if you can't take a joke, well, you're probably in the wrong place. If you maybe you could buy a joke as an NFT. I don't want you to take our jokes. You you probably could. Welcome to the show. This is the news edition where we cover some interesting news for the week. We're glad you're here and we're going to jump right in. Of course, this episode, um, the Nifty News episode, we try to record video just like the Nifty Show live. We don't always get to record the video, but this one is on video. So if you want to see the stories about the NFTs as we're talking about them, you're going to want to go to our YouTube channel or our library slash Odyssey channel. You can go to nifty.show forward slash YouTube to find us there. Yeah, I think last week, we did one as a video, but the week before that, we didn't because I had a big swollen tooth in my face. Yeah. Like, ramen animal. Ramen Oh, man. I was pain. I was in pain. I was like, oh, my God. That toothy's gone, though. And That's I good. sold it as an NFT. <laughs> an NFT? Yeah. <laughs> NF tooth. So uh, the first in the news is news that we made ourselves. You uh, tweeted out, look at BC Heroes right there beside Marvel as a top brand on Quid. That's epic. This is really fun, Travis. Actually, I'm going to go to onquid.com and let's make this current. Um, Blockchain Heroes on Quid. I have to sign in. Uh, Don't look at my password, guys is currently number three in the last 24 hours just after Atari Marvel. We were number one for a bit. And also some of our secondary market cards were um, in the the top here. It looks like we've fallen out the last 24 hours because there's some new stuff that's just come out. But this has just been really 
amazing and successful for us to get yeah, these into are, these new space. i guess these new atari ones have just popped out right yeah they just yeah. they just popped that's uh why they're people buy that stuff i do i buy all the atari ones yeah i didn't see i didn't I haven't seen that yet but they've released some pretty amazing cards of ours and for us to be up there near the top with some of those powerful brands that quit has it's pretty cool considering brand new ip we created in august and here it is nine months later we're on uh one of the biggest platforms there for digital collectibles. They actually, the team who created digital collectibles at tops and moved over to quid. And there we are on quid now. Pretty fun. Yeah. But this is not, this is not the blockchain hero show. This is all about NFTs. There's, there's some other cool NFT news. There's a lot of cool NFT news. And one of them here is around FOMO labs. They have a NFT collection. They're going to be launching by PV lace and Gunboy uh, called for the culture. This is uh, these are the NFTs right here. They're kind of like they remind me of the Sims, right? Mm. They're these these uh, avatars. There's 387 of them and there's music with each NFT. Wow. Okay. yeah, these actually look like these look like mid 2000s sort of Sim characters. Right. right? Not not quite this. They're really realistic looking now. I mean, on Sims like those guys are. Wow. Look at these people running around. It's like it's a so funny playing sims back in the day it's like oh you have your own little life and it's like your life is so boring you're playing a simulated life and uh, <laughs> but uh yeah this is cool so apparently they've got uh they've they've got some new music produced by young thug uh i guess his album was number one on billboard so they got some cool music there it looks like they have some other music from wiz khalifa and some of the other ones so this whole for the culture collection will be launched on the 31st of May. How many pee jokes do you suppose Wiz Khalifa's had to deal with? I got to go take a Wiz, Khalifa. <laughs> well, probably a lot of jokes have been, uh, he, didn't, he didn't necessarily hear them directly, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, you remember the. Uh, I got to go take a Wiz Khalifa. That's good. I remember the uh, the first time that I heard the Sim talk, you know, in the Maxis game. They're kind of like. <laughs> It was funny. So I remember whenever they first came out and you were like, they were like taking a shower, you're naked. They would like blur it over, but somebody had come up with a, a hack for the game that the blur would go away. And so then you could see the Sim boobies. <laughs> Sim boobies. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of, if, if my son ends up listening to the show, this is funny. When Sims first came out, he was a toddler and he was sitting in my lap. And I remember that, uh, one of my Sims was cooking in the kitchen and, and she caught on fire and it freaked him out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach, didn't mean to traumatize you forever. Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, man. Apparently oh, yeah. that was that. Was uh, you know what? Deal. On another note. So my son, Jarek, he was sitting on my lap and then a friend of mine sent me one of those like it's like a shock video. And it's like but it was like it was uh, Jessica Alba. It's like Jessica Alba's in a swimsuit looking all sexy and then all of a sudden it turned in like a scary demon oh. like to this <laughs> to this day he does not like scary stuff at all like that thing frightened him. i mean it was startling but oh my god he cried yeah i remember he cried for like 15 minutes he's still yeah he's still I, I, up to i've day. seen that it's like the scary clown it goes ah! yeah like that so, and, and it's, loud. it's horrible and the microphone was up yeah a friend of mine sent it over to me i was like what's this and I didn't know what it was. And it, it's like Rick rolled me with a scare. Yeah, thing. only it's it's sick rolled. That's what yeah, that is. That like sick roll. some sicko sending that stuff. I don't I tried to find funny. it again to send it to him, but I can't find it. <laughs> I 
traumatize him a second time. <laughs> no, oh my god, traumatize him. Like, take it away. <clears throat> so this dude here, Cena Estavi, bought Jack Dorsey's uh, first tweet as an mm-hmm. NFT. Um, it was a few weeks ago that happened, and I guess he has been raided. Yeah. It's crazy. He bought he bought this for two point nine million dollars, six one thousand six hundred and thirty ETH, and uh, pretty wild. Dorsey then took those, converted it to Bitcoin, and then donated it to a charity in Africa. But uh, this dude, uh, I mean, seriously, I guess I guess he was. Does he is he from? Does he live in in Iran? Is because if so, they're like, wait a second, what are you doing with all of this? What are you doing with all of this crypto? I the guess he's owner. also the CEO of Bridge Oracle, right? Mm-hmm. The owner yeah. of this account was arrested on charges of disrupting the economic system by order of special court for economic crimes. Official judicial authorities will provide additional information. Uh, you know, the people who are power hungry do not like everybody else to be free. That's just that's traditionally throughout the millennia. Power hungry people do not want you to live your life the way you want to. What kind of BS have you seen is this? Pictures? Have you seen pictures in Iran, like in the 60s and 70s or whatever? And it was like nobody wore the hijab and they were all they were wearing like mini skirts. And it was just it was just like a nice <clears throat> thriving, you know, area there. There's so many photos of Iran in the 60s and 70s. And then, man, they put the they put the womp down, didn't they? Yeah, I don't know if those are real or not. I've seen them. I'm not sure if that's fake news or, or real. No, I think it, it's completely real. It's in the Ayatollah once they got in charge and they said, no, nope, we're going back to traditional Muslim ways and you got to wear the garb. And they just locked all the freedom down. It's crazy. Mm, no bueno. So uh, good luck to Sina Estavi there in, uh, in, in finding your, your freedom. Here's a first from the NFT world, Sir Lord Travis, a patent uh, that has been created by True Return Systems and D. Tiller Law are auctioning U.S. patent number 10,025,797 on the blockchain in the form of an NFT. This is um, happening right now. Let's go look at the patent itself here. It's on OpenSea. We talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on Bad Crypto or on the Nifty Show, but I remember uh, IBM is working on something with patents. And, and turning them into NFTs as well. So this might be the first time this is done. It's been auctioned as an NFT, but I know that IBM has been working on something around these. Around this Look time. at this. This patent is currently, the its sale ends in three days. The reserve price is not yet met. Uh, has anybody bid on it? I don't. Nobody's bid on this yet. Okay, so the, the minimum price that they've put on this patent is 2250 ETH, which is $7.6 million right now. Uh, nobody has. It doesn't yet even go on. Does it even have any description on what the hell it is? It's like a, a patent for what? A patent for things and stuff. This one. And it's pictures for, and things. Yeah. Okay. it's. A, I mean, you could go look up US patent number, blah, 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 right? So. And see this somewhere with USPTO.gov. Yeah. Let's go down that rabbit hole, USPTO.gov. This will either be really interesting or it'll fall square on its face. Patent search. We do this. And then can I not put a number in? Patent number. Look at this. I'm doing things. Look at you. I'm, I'm doing things. I'm searching. And there it is. Uh, this is a method for separating storage and process of a computerized ledger. 
for improved function in the true return right there. And if you want to know the details of exactly what it's supposed to do, there it is. And there's all the, uh, the legal mm. patent info, the claims for the patent. Um, it's being auctioned as an NFT. That's yeah. that's the bottom line. I'm going to yeah, put the it, link to this in the um, the show notes so that other people that definitely block. Get it's definitely you know they're talking about some component of a blockchain to be able to patent that. So that would seem to me to that would seem to be valuable to somebody. But I guess if you have these distributed things, you don't necessarily need that. So I don't know. Screw your patent. I guess is what's going on there. So there you go. You guys can go buy the. Uh, the we patent. don't need no stinking patent. Travis, do you follow hockey at all? Zero. I grew up in the Midwest. There is no hockey that takes place in my area. Although uh, they did recently uh, get a sports team, sport, a sports ball team that does ho- that's minor league hockey. There has been like the Kansas City Blades, but <clears throat> growing up, not really. But uh, you know what? I do. I would probably watch it if they had that glowing puck like they tried in the, like the 90s. They had this like the puck had some sort of frequency it had some sort of a thing in it and it, you could glow and you could watch it on the screen but traditional hockey play fans hated it i thought it was awesome because i could actually see where the hell the puck was mm-hmm. but i guess if you're at the at the thing it's, it's it's easier to see it's just it's just too hard to pay attention to it's like ice it's like ice soccer to me yeah well i don't follow hockey either i know you know growing up in the chicago suburbs the blackhawks were a big deal um but not to me because I really don't care. But for those who do, I guess this is a big deal because Tyler Seguin is a Stanley Cup champion for the Dallas Stars, and he is launching an NFT collection that are designed to tell a story. Um, the most expensive NFT starts at $25,000 and offers a once-in-a-lifetime experience where fans will get VIP tickets, behind-the-scenes access with the team, a meet-and-greet with the player access to a pregame practice and a signed jersey. I like that he's doing that, right? That there are actual things mm-hmm. that you can do with it. And they're they're on Fanapoli, which I think I've looked at this site before. Let's actually go to Fanapoli. I think it's .com. I think I've signed up with them. NFTs for the world's biggest fans. Um, and you could go right here and see. Here you go. This is uh, Tyler's featured nfts you could uh get his tattooed arm first editions you can get them as cheap as 19 bucks so you can actually get one of these i wonder how many there are his 40 goals nft is 19 dollars. it's got a little spinny puck on it it's an open edition it ends on may 19th at noon i wonder how many people are going to buy this i wonder how many people know about this yeah, hard to say. <clears throat> I've not actually. I'm a big sports guy. I'm wearing my Chiefs hat right now. I've not heard of Fanapoli, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out now. Uh, I, I think that I like the fact that he has a cheap one that's 19 bucks. Right, I do too. But in it's fact, still perform. It's still bu- you got to buy it with Ethereum. So what? You still got to pay? No, no, it's a credit card. Oh, okay. Th- this perfect. is this is totally a credit card sale. I just I clicked on the thing to uh, to pull it up because you know I like I like supporting the space. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of. Um, people creating in the space, and I am not a hockey fan, but I just bought one of these NFTs right nice. now. I just bought one because I, I, I don't think a ton of people know. In fact, here, check it out. I'm going to show you uh, which one I just I bought this, and I have number. One. I got number fifteen of the nineteen dollar one. Yeah, 
and it was issued on on my birthday. So that was a sign right here. So uh, hockey, eh? Okay. And I lived in Dallas for for years. So there's all these connections here, and now I'm the owner. Yeah, there's 91. There's 91 of the $50 one left, and there's there's 91 total, and there's only been 12 of them that have been that have been uh, snagged. You can click on it and see. And then the other one there, there's there's only been five snagged of the $200 one out of 19. Oh, and apparently I own a couple of NFTs here. Apparently I've bought from them before. I got these Kentucky Derby uh, NFTs right mm. here. And I have number 33 of this. There was 500 issued. So I have a standard julep glass NFT. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it doesn't look like a lot of people don't. You know, I'm looking at their Twitter account. Fanapoli only has, they have less than 1,000 followers right now, 862 followers. I have added them to my Nifty News and NFT drops. Um, yeah, we really want to know about all of this stuff, guys. You know, if, if there's something going on in the NFT space, um, you know, alert us. Uh, join our Discord, badcode.io and forward slash Discord. And, you know, you can post news there. Uh, you can email us at badcryptopodcasts at gmail.com and let us know, you know, if you see something. Uh, obviously, yeah, there, it's hard to cover everything. In fact, mm -hmm. our live Nifty show on Friday, on Thursday this week, we have four different guests, four different projects. So, um, you know, and next week's already filled up too. So it's, it's really hard to uh, get projects in, mm -hmm. but we really want to know what's happening. And we might actually have to have, we might end up having a second show next week for a third show for the nifty news next week, because we might have a special guest up there who has said they will come on. We just need to but confirm we'll to it. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about that. Here's another sports one. I know you like the, uh, the footballs. Mm -hmm. So who, who's Tim Brown? Oh dude, Tim Brown. He's a wide receiver for uh, former wide receiver for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. I think he's a hall of famer. Yep. Looks like he is a hall of famer. Oh, and he's got a Heisman trophy. Mm -hmm. Wow. So he's a Heisman trophy winner, a super bowl winner. And, Pro Football Hall of Fame guy, and uh, very cool. There's only ten people who have that. I guess it says here. Very cool. Tim Brown. He actually, uh, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. Um, somehow he reached out one day, and I was like, "Dude, that's freaking awesome." Tim Brown. I mean, I, I'm a Chiefs fan, so I'm, I'm not supposed to like Raiders, but uh, Tim Brown is freaking awesome. And so it looks like he's doing some some NFTs as well. And uh, he's always been doing a lot of stuff around sports memorabilia. And now he realizes like, oh, okay, wait a second. All right. He's been signing. He says he's been signing autographs since he was 19 years old. And now he's discovering NFTs. So there's going to be two NFTs. The first is a one-of-a-kind collectible that's going to be auctioned off or was auctioned off. And, and uh, also includes, includes a meet and greet call from Tim. And then he's got another one that's limited to 100. Yeah, look at this. You, you can see it on the screen right now. This is um, this is tells the whole story here. Uh, it's got uh, this cool this. 3D. Like his whole career. Yeah, it's got this cool 3D helmet, Raiders helmet. And then you go into the helmet and then it kind of gives this timeline Dude, history. This is really well done. And then inducted into the Hall of Fame. H-O-F-V-M, Hall of Fame virtual something. What is that? that account? There's his autograph. This Isn't is pretty cool. freaking awesome. There's only one of those. No, this is. I think there's a hundred of these. Wow. So check this out. It goes playbook, and then it spins around, and you see the helmet, and then ooh, we go into the helmet, and now here's his timeline. 
Boom, dude, that is a beautiful, beautiful NFT. Yeah. So you can buy one of these right now for 0.44 ETH, which at the time of the show timestamp, May 18th, 2021, 1245 p.m. is $1,491. There's a whole series of them here on the H2H Legends of Football collection on OpenSea. And I will make sure that we put a link to this in the show notes as well, which you can access at nifty.show forward slash 58. Oh, let's look at this, Trav. Here's the one of one um, that is up for bids wow, right now. Look at that. Uh, nobody's bid on it yet. Uh, one person bid on it, $3.56. So if you know you are a Raiders fan um, and you want to check off, bid on this, this is the piece. This these is are, a these are storytelling. Pretty, these are pretty extensive, man. These are yeah. very, very cool. Like, oh, my God. Make an offer. I mean, look at these offers here are super low. Uh, there's got to be this thing's going to sell for for quite a bit, I would imagine. Hmm. Very cool. Um, Through Monday the twenty fourth is when that's going to end. So yeah, take a look at that if that's your thing. All oh, right, that's really cool. I love that. That was that's a that's a really awesome thing. Also, check out the news here on Coin Telegraph. This digital bazaar wants to make it easier for artists to showcase their NFTs and NFT marketplaces. They are very centralized. I mean, in some some NFT marketplaces, you can't get your stuff on there because, oh, we don't like the content. We don't like this. I would love to see some more de- decentralized. There needs to be a decentralized NFT marketplace pop up somewhere. This is Polkali is what it's called. There's a token that goes with it, the Cali token, and it is a decentralized platform. Um, and so... This there's a governance around it. This is uh, non non custodial. Um, there's uh, the roadmap has staking, yield farming, a TGE, Uniswap, all by the end of June. And uh, I I definitely like the idea of having a decentralized marketplace. Um, you know the the centralized ones really they they become the gatekeepers for mm-hmm. what you can and what you can't see. Um, you know, Nifty Gateway, really hard to get on. Uh, we love the guys at Atomic Hub for Wax, but they have a very strict policy, nothing political or, you know, super controversial. So uh, one guy came to me and said, I want to do, you know, parodies of politicians on Wax. And I said, you could do them. Nobody can stop you from doing them. But I don't think Atomic Hub is going to whitelist your account. Mm-hmm. And so that means your stuff won't be visible. Nobody can mm-hmm. stop anybody from putting anything on the chain. Right, right. But they can stop you from promoting it. And there's two levels of verification. There's the whitelisting and then there's the verified account. And if you're doing political stuff, they won't even put you on as a first level on that thing. I just, I, you know what? Here's, I think this is interesting here because this is Polkadot and Polkadot is building out a pretty amazing ecosystem, and there's not been a lot of stuff on Polkadot yet around NFTs that I've seen. There might there might have been more more things that are popping up, but I think we're going to start seeing it. We interviewed, you know, on the news the other day um, around uh, what, what was that world called the, the the spaceship one? What is that? Uh, Star Atlas. Star Atlas. Yeah, it's freaking yeah. amazing, and like they're building on Solana, mm-hmm. and well, like that's great. Oh. Well, 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 I've not really seen a lot pop up on, on BNB or Binance Smart Chain yet. There's not a not big uh, nifty marketplace there yet. On, uh, on Friday, we're going to be talking to a gentleman that is connected to uh, an NFT project on Cardano. 
So uh, nice. we're go. starting, starting to, see to see more this. stuff popping up on these different blockchains. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, Beeple is the highest selling artist that sold an NFT, but the highest selling female NFT artist is named Itzel Yard. And she sold an NFT called Dreaming at Dusk for 500 ETH. And that is uh, that is not a small amount. I'm looking for where it is. Dreaming at Dusk. Here we go. It was sold on Foundation App uh, by the Tor Project. And I'm assuming that this is the NFT right here. I'm not sure what's happening here. Looks like a lot of little bits and bytes and things. Mm. Apparently, she's dreaming of squares Mm. at dusk. So speaking of a female NFT artist, I have something here popping up as well that I just popped up on my screen. Okay, let let me let me finish this one here, Trav. Um, So we understand what this is. So this has to do with the Tor Onion services. Um, 15 years ago, Tor Onion were brought to digital life. And now there's been onions all over the place. Uh, For those that don't know what the Tor project is, it's very much about browsing with privacy. Um, To commemorate this landmark in the history of privacy, we collaborated with um, Itzel to create a -a one-of-a-kind digital artifact, a generative art piece derived using the private key of the very first Onion service. So that's what we're looking at right here. Mm. This is a derivative of a piece of code, a key for Tor. It sold for $1.7 million. Mm. Good job, whoever uh, bought that. Okay, what else did you find? All right, let me share the screen, good sir. Give me the, the screen rights. is yours. All right. So one of our favorite in the space is Coin Artist, right? We have chatted with Marguerite before. She is awesome, and uh, check it out. She has she has a she's the CEO of a Neon District, which is a, a, a cool NFT platform. But she check us out. Career Milestone, uh, May nineteenth at ten. Christie's is doing an auction of something, something for the collector, something for everyone. So she's got something up her sleeve over here. SolarWorld.com. Very nice. Good job. Very cool. So Christie's, we don't know if it's an auction. We don't know what it is, but go follow coin artist. If you are not already, she is a self-proclaimed NFT wizard, inventor of crypto puzzles, game designer. She is amazing and uh she's got her own she's got her own token as well a social token she's doing cryptos right i tell you what brilliant brilliant mind over there very nice thank you for sharing that i've put that into the uh actually i don't think i did get that in the show notes so make sure you drop that in there for us as well sir lord travis let's talk uh let's talk music here there's a, a site that i ran across um about a month ago i'm not sure if i bought nfts there or not uh but it's called bitsky right and this is Mm -hmm. another platform to create sell and own your nfts and they're doing drops all the time of uh, of different things that you can uh, buy and sell and apparently um jay-z wants to or at least this article on daily coin uh, insinuates that jay-z wants to invest in um in bitsky and i'm getting like broken images here so i'm gonna turn off my brave blockers there we go that's better nice i have actually purchased some i purchased um 
drop number nine, I got this one called the Wizard Toy Face. And what's interesting is they're really cute. And this thing still has not sold out. There's still five of them remaining. And that was like a couple months ago. I remember some of those earlier drops. You could go and check some of those earlier drops. They did not all sell out. But if you got people like Jay-Z, like I'm going to go on a drop number eight. Did drop number eight sell out? Uh, they sold out, sold out, ended, ended. Yeah, those are all sold out. Some of the other, some of them have not sold out. So you can actually go back in time and look on some of those events. Like if you do drop, so it's like bitski.com forward slash drop zero zero nine. That one right there is um, there's still, it looks to, at least on my screen, it looks like there's still a few available. Yeah, I have none. I think so. I, I did move some ETH here and I was going to buy something and I, I didn't do it. I did not pull the trigger. So how do you find the drops? Just bitski.com? Bitsky.com slash lowercase drop like zero zero seven. There's a really cool one, intricacies of the universe. There's two of those on it. So they'll do a drop, but they say there's 15 of them for sale, but they don't end it after a certain time, like Nifty Gateway does. Mm. So like there's a really cool one on zero zero seven by by Jen Kaywood that uh, it's 350 bucks. It's the intricacies of the universe. That's pretty beautiful. How many were there? There's only two available. There's only five of them originally, and there's only two remaining. I don't see – how do you access all of the drops? I don't see – I don't easy... think you can. I think you just got to go and change the URL. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Don't so, I? yeah, I mean, there's some interesting stuff here. This guy's kind of cool. Crypto Drip Collectibles, a basic ETH hoodie. Look at this guy. Oh, we found them whenever JW did his, right? He was doing his launch on this side. Oh, and, that's and right. And then they did not – one of them sold out. A couple of them sold out. It took a while for them to sell out. But, yeah. See, there's 30, 30 editions of this one. There's 25 remaining. If this had been on Nifty Gateway, they would have sold out like that at 70 mm-hmm. bucks. There would have been thousands of people in line. And this brings up a really interesting question. Is it the marketplace that drives interest or the NFT and the art? Because really – What's different about this than a lot of the different pieces that we're seeing on Nifty Gateway? Not a lot. A lot of the same artists are doing stuff in both places. But Nifty Gateway does seem to have a lot more cachet. You get on there, it's got all these fans all at once. Boom, coming to get them. Uh, Over here, they're still on Ethereum, right? So what's the difference of them? I think maybe it is probably a little bit of... Excuse me. I tried to mute myself, but I could not get there in time. I mean, what's going on here? She pushes the the button in the black box, and out comes the purple smoke. Um, and this one is twenty five dollars, and there's there's four remaining. I think that's kind of cool. That one's not not cool. Mm-hmm. I just I, I with so many artists creating right now, um, how is the marketplace going to weed out and decide what is valuable and what is not? They do have some interesting two-factor authentication, which is pretty handy. I love it that, that these have those. You know, I, I normally will use an address, a, a, an email that I don't use everywhere else. But I got, what, an eight-character eight code. Pow, 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 pow. I'm you got to log in. So yeah. while you're looking that up, uh, branding itself as the Shopify for NFTs, Bitsky announced that Jay-Z and Serena Williams were part of a $19 million investment round that they raised. So mm-hmm. lots of different brands that are going to be involved here. And, uh, and I would imagine that with that kind of money behind them, they're going to be doing a lot of marketing and, uh, and get some good exposure. 
And I would say this, that it, it would seem to me that some of those earlier drops that didn't fully sell out, those might be interesting to snag because those are some of the earliest ones. Like I'm looking at drop two. Yeah, there's 36 remaining of the drop on drop number two from Child of the Meta. Oh, it's an augmented reality print. And how many did it sell? Don't know how many it sold. 36 of them are remaining. There was a total of 50. It sold 14 of them. It sold 14 of them. It, and it's really cool. You can actually get a real print and do augmented reality. This thing will jump off of the wall. Uh, I remember seeing that one. So some of these early drops did not sell out, but they still got $19 million. That tells you how big the space is and how, oh, you're doing NFTs and you have a marketplace? Okay, here's $19 million from Jay-Z. Like, now, look, now look at this. So I went to see what is their purchase process look like. So I went to buy this one for $25. Then tax and blockchain fees, another $21.85. So that $25 NFT is actually $46.85. Mm. Because fees it hurts my fee fees when they do that if it hurts your fee fees you know i'm going to support i'm going to support i'm going to complete that purchase and i'm going to put this nft in my wallet i don't buy just anything but i do buy a lot of things there you we go. are it's, a true nft collector it is successful i just i bought it it's going to show up here in my bitski wallet shortly now i'm not sure why i sent ethereum to this if i have to buy with a credit card don't know that's why a bit would perplexing. You have to pay, why would you have to pay a gas fee if they're just sitting in your wallet on this website? Shouldn't you pay the gas fee when you transfer it off of the site? I don't know. That's or good does question. it automatically go into your Ethereum wallet? That's also a very good question. I don't know. I'll find out soon once it appears, but I'm assuming it goes into my Ethereum wallet. Uh, Sir Lord Travis, there is a gentleman out there who is a rapper who is very controversial, who um, does his own stuff without a record label all his own promotions and is killing it. He's in the news. You want to talk about him? Yeah. So we discovered him. I was on, I was on iTunes one day looking at music and I saw, I saw this number one song. It was called fake woke. And I was like, Whoa, fake woke. What is it? That sounds like an interesting song. So I, I pulled it up on Spotify and listened to it. And it was just total counter counterculture. It's like going against, everything that you know the, the how the media sort of suppresses stuff and social media suppressing stuff and just all that stuff that's going on in, in society right now and i was like wow i've never heard a rapper spew this kind of stuff and uh so i started paying attention to the guy and i think it was a it was a couple of weeks ago we, or maybe about a month ago maybe we talked about eminem has was selling some nfts on on nifty gateway well Tom McDonald started bidding on this thing. I think his first bid was sometime, somewhere around 40-something thousand dollars. And think about this. Getting an NFT from Eminem that also included a beat. And the beat was called Stan's Revenge. Okay? So what he did was he actually won this thing. And what was funny was Eminem fans were going crazy because on that song, Fake Woke, he says something. He goes, um, he goes, Eminem, he goes, Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom, but now he doesn't want fans if you voted for Trump. And so all of Eminem's fans, or a segment of them, thought that, that Tom McDonald was going to buy an Eminem song and then diss Eminem with his own song, right? And, and so what he did was he ended up buying this NFT for $100,000, came with a beat, imagine how much would it cost to buy a beat from Eminem? I think Eminem thought this thing was going to sell for way more than it did. 
sold for 100 grand. And now he's produced this song called Dear Slim. And if you're looking at it, you can see there is so many different callbacks to the old school Stan video. Like here's Tom right here writing and just like go back and watch the Stan video and you can see how many different parallels there are. This thing was pure marketing genius. He bought the NFT. He pissed off all these Eminem fans thinking they were going to diss him. And they were just all talking shit for like a week and a half. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's going to be horrible. And Tom just kept fueling it. And then he comes out with the ultimate compliment to Eminem, talking about how he inspired him. He just literally just gave flowers to Eminem and just gave him the most props. It was like the opposite of a diss. And this thing, this thing's going on 5 million views in like three days. Imagine being so pathetic that you dislike this guy, you know, paying tribute to him. It is, you know, you can always tell who the haters are on uh, on YouTube. They're like me in mama's basement reading about something because they're unhappy and like, no, I don't, I don't like this. But, you know, the ratio here is incredible. People really like Tom McDonald. He resonates. Uh, he's real. I'll tell you, if I ever did go back to posting on Facebook, which I'm not because it's a shithole, um, I would post Tom McDonald videos and um, what's the other guy's name? The long red hair. His name evades me at the moment. Oh, JP Sears. JP Sears. Like those two guys are my spirit animals. They, I, I don't hear them. Uh, JP Sears doesn't say anything that I haven't agreed with. And Tom McDonald. He's got that sarcastic wit that's just so perfect. I discovered him years ago when he was doing all these like super spiritual things. And right. they just, it was like, how to be an Instagram model. And he was just, just hilarious. Like this dude cracks me up. Like he didn't have very many fans early on when I found, I, it just makes me laugh so hard. JP Sears. Well, uh, sarcastic. And I love, I love sarcasm. Here's the deal. You, uh, you found uh, Tom McDonald AMA and you were in there for three hours um, for one purpose. And we don't have absolute confirmation yet, but Go ahead and share. They both said, they both said, so actually he's, he created a new uh, a telegram, uh, not a telegram, a discord called, uh, I think it's discord.com forward slash hangover gang. And uh, I was just in there, like my son likes listening to it as well. And I just thought, how cool would it be if we could get him on the show? So I sent him a tweet, but he didn't respond. I actually had reached out to him a couple months ago about, because uh, some of his artwork would be really cool as NFTs. And, uh, and we were going to have a call. But he's busy. We've not ever had a call. So <laughs> what I did was I went in there and uh, I, I had my hand up <clears throat> and then I switched. I, I switched from my my desktop to my uh, mobile device and my hand went down. And there's like 300 people on there with their hands up trying to ask a question. I was like, are you serious? But uh, I noticed I had tweeted out earlier that they were having this epic AMA. I've never seen an artist give this type of access and just they were in there for like almost five hours just answering questions, right. Of their fans, like just like all day, like that's, that blows me away. I've never seen that. Again, the guy was getting so much love, but I tweeted out, I said, Hey, Tom McDonald and Nova Rockefeller are doing an epic, you know, uh, AMA and their discord. Well then Nova, which is his girlfriend and the one who does all the videos messaged me back and said, Hey, I look for your name. Is your hand up? I said, Oh, my hand was up, but I switched from my desktop and she goes, okay, well let me in. I'll let you in. And so they let me in. And here's what I did. I went in and <clears throat> I said this. I said, dear Tom, I wrote you on Twitter, but you didn't respond. I have a show about NFTs that I want you to come on. I played your song, Fake Woke, for my mom. She's almost 70 and thinks you're the bomb. 
if you could come on the nifty show that would be awesome maybe you do some nfts on wax they'd sell out quick and be gone i already bought dear slim on itunes to help it get to number one so what do you say tom want to come on my show man come on <laughs> that's great he started busting up laughing, dude. And he goes, oh, yeah, what's this? Oh, yeah, dude, I'll come on your show. And then, and I just got to schedule it. So hopefully we can get it. We can get him on the show. I don't know when it will be, but they said they would. So hopefully that will It'll be fun. Yeah, I, I want to chat with the guy for sure. So uh, good job, Sir Lord Travis Wright, with your rap and uh, making Tom laugh. Yeah, and everybody was in there and he was just like, you know, kissing his ass. But I just came in. I was like, dude, I'm going to come in and do like a joke rap. It'll be funny. Like nobody right. else is going to do that. And, right. This is this yeah. is why you're a great sit down comedian because I bet you did it while you were sitting. I was totally sitting down. Yeah, it was good. Speaking of comedy, one of the most popular comedies uh, for this past decade has been the Rick and Morty show. I think it was it five years now, four years now. And Dan Harmon, the creator, uh, also created the hit show Community, which was one of my favorite shows. And there was some news that came out that Fox is launching their own NFT company, Blockchain Creative Labs. So um, apparently they are working with Dan Harmon now on a new show, Crapopolis, and uh, it's supposed to be an animated comedy set in mythical ancient Greece, and they are somehow going to have collectible tie-ins on this, uh, which are going to bring NFTs to the masses. Mm. Blockchain Creative Labs by Fox, creating their own NFT. That to me is the new, like, wow. Mainstream media is like, these NFTs are pretty interesting. We better jump in on this shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody's jumping in on it, including the meme culture. And we've talked about these for the past few weeks. Some of them have hit really big. Some of them not so much. But the next one coming your way is Charlie bit my finger. Um, mm -hmm. But what's really interesting about this one, Travis, is they're uh, they're going to be auctioning off Charlie bit me, um, but they are then going to be removing the original videos once somebody buys the NFT. They will truly own it. Um, they're going to try and scrub it from you know all the sites that it's on. Hmm. Well, it, I, I like the point this makes in here. And uh, it talks about how the family, it, it's got over 881 million views. Like it's made a substantial amount of money probably on ads on, on YouTube, right? So do you leave it up and keep making ad revenue or do you sell it and hope? Because I mean, we've seen a couple of the last ones. What was it? Uh, D David at the dentist that only, that only got $10,000, right? Right. So are these, but others have done well. Overly attached Others, girlfriend. You know, one, you know, some of them gotten the, the overbearing girlfriend or whatever, over attached girlfriend. That was like half a million dollars or something, four hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars. There was another one that uh that sold. I don't remember which one it was, but it sold for like half a million dollars. So maybe this one will do good. But I like how it talks about this. You know, Martin uh, uh yeah. yeah, that dude who uh who was that farm guy, farm bro, and then he he ended up going into prison. He's paid $2 million to buy Wu-Tang Clan's album once upon a time in Shaolin and then never released it. So he held he withheld it from the public. No one like that to me is just like a total dick move. Like here's this amazing album that I have. There's only one copy of it and nobody else can get it. Like, come on, dude, that was such a dick move. That was more of a dick move than raising the prices of that medicine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think it's going to go well. The fact that they're going to scrub the original ads value 
to the fact that, um, but you know, David after dentist flop, I would have liked to seen a Travis after dentist video. You should have done a spoof of that. I wasn't, I, you know what? It was just, I just had a little numbness in my mouth. I didn't have any sort of like medicine that made me feel. Yeah, but, but that could have been funny too. Right. This yeah. is me after the dentist. I'm just a little numb. Is this real life? <laughs> right. Could have done that, but I did not. I, I was not. I was not happy there for a few moments because that. You know, the worst part was when they take that big ass needle and just shoot it all up in your brain. Like, Aah! oh my god! Like it. it <laughs> that was. I'm like, I am a big baby. Oh my god! I lifted my legs up. I was just like, <laughs> but other than that, when they pulled the tooth, there was not a problem because yeah. you get all that all up. You're all numb like, then. The rest of the day, my face all like. Uh, final bit of news, big news from the Wax blockchain. Look at the brands that they have announced that are coming to Wax. Uh, Robotech, we, we had on the show last week, Five Nights at Freddy's. This is one of the biggest mobile game properties of the past few years. Multiple sequels. Um, Exploding Kittens is bringing Bear versus Babies. The Princess Bride is bringing NFTs to wax guys there's others on the way you know we mentioned funko pop is coming and uh, we are aware of some other names that we cannot share with you right now um, but we have speculated about some of them uh, by looking at the name bids on the wax blockchain it is absolutely criminal to me that wax is like 17 cents today down from its high of 30 cents I mean that just makes no sense when you've got engine that's sitting around two dollars that has, do they have any major properties or just some independent stuff, which I'm a big fan of independence well, because we're lot, independence. Well, they have a lot of like, um, you know, in-game items and stuff on, right. on, on engine and they have some stuff that they're launching. None of their games have really exploded yet. We've had conversations with them. Uh, and from, from what it seems like is there was just a lot of, a lot of one person dev teams that are building stuff over there. Not be, So I don't know how in the world engine is so, is is so high priced. I know why, because it's available and it's on exchanges. And it's this is Wax's this is true. Wax's biggest problem. It's not having an awesome blockchain. The biggest problem is not having awesome properties. It's accessibility. You know, mm -hmm. I have people telling me, how do I get wax? I tried to use the simple pay and this moon pay, and I don't understand. I got to go to Bitrix and wait two weeks for an account to get approved or KuCoin. Like, it needs to get on Binance, CZ. It's time, dude. It's mm -hmm. time. Let's get on Binance. Let's get on Coinbase. Let's get on some other exchanges. I know William Quigley and Jonathan Yantis are working on it. But uh, to me, and this is not financial advice, it's just a matter of time. You know that MLB is going to come out with more NFTs via tops on wax. You know dude, other big names are coming. Yeah, dude, come on. They put freaking Sheena, Shiba Inu on all of them, like FTX and 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 Binance and Wooby. They all like Shiba Inu coin that, that blew up. And why did it blow up? Why? Because, well, it went on these different sites. It made it easy for people to go in and buy. Come on, seriously. You put those... You put shitty meme coins on, uh, and you got people like like Tops and Robotech and some of these other ones that you just mentioned. We we talked last week that uh, the Hot Wheels account was was just scored was mm -hmm. registered by Wax, so that says well maybe Mattel's coming out and doing some like. Are you serious? Like it seems to me that you know I don't understand why that I don't know it's weird. 
So interestingly enough, I don't think the Hot Wheels name has been scored yet. And the price to buy these names continues to go up. When I bought a custom name on Wax, it was like two, 300 Wax. The top one right now is 9,000 Wax. So it, it, there's Goldfish. I don't know who's who Goldfish is, but. What's the um, top one? Drop with three Ps? Yeah, drop up. Drop up. Well, for 9,000 Wax? Yeah. So, yeah. so far, it's not happened yet. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll find out. Uh, Sir Lord Travis, one last piece I want to share. We got a group. No, no, guys, no. You said that last thing was the one last thing. Well, it's not news. It's a review on oh. uh, on iTunes. <clears throat> Dundeal Driscoll wrote, awesome info and belly laughing at pop culture jokes. Five stars. He says, this show is perfect for NFT knowledge and a various assortment of dad jokes. I've learned so much from bad crypto and the nifty shows, specifically laughing right now at the comment on number 57 by Joel. The files are in the computer because the interviewee, Lee, seemed to have no idea what the reference from which which made it even funnier. Yep, they're in the computer. They're gifts. Thanks for all the awesome info. Keep it going. Pump and dump the haters reviews. Why so serious? The people that hate on you guys are idiots. The crypto <laughs> DeFi blockchain universe is sarcastic. So your shows and jokes are in their natural habitat. Done deal. Thank you, done deal, Driscoll. And if you want to leave a review, uh, we appreciate it. Just go to iTunes or Google Play or any of the places that say we want to know what you think and write us a review. If it's five stars, if it's fewer than that, send your complaints to uh, 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Yeah, go ahead and send them and just write them out on a sheet of paper and then file them in that paper basket over there where you put the trash in and just recycle it. Or eat them. Eat them. Eat them. I do have one other piece of news. Uh, Uh, But no, we can't. No, Bitcoin Elite is dropping on wax on the 21st like we do every single week. Uh, every single month on the 21st. Do you want to pull up that gold piece? Because I don't know that I people do. have seen this thing yet. I think this is the, the sexiest of the 3D art pieces that we've done. And uh, so this right here, every every other month, we do like one month, we'll do, that. Uh, we started, this is 2011. We've done 2009, 2010 so far, and uh, different art pieces commemorating that. This is the first piece from 2011. This is from our boy, Alex. And uh, I don't even know, what's Alex's last name? Uh, art by I don't I art by Alex yeah, <laughs> I don't know on, on, uh, yeah. uh, he's he's Alex <laughs> art Alex artworks uh, is the his official account on um, on Atomic Hub he does such a great job and it's been wonderful watching him level up so what I can show you right now is from the template um, let me do a share screen thing on this this is done in two variations and. Let's see if we can pull this up here in GIF format. My my bandwidth at the place I'm staying at is uh, is not optimal, uh, but there's two of these, and it's loading, so it's moving slow. But once fully loaded, it does this cool rotation and shimmer. There is one of them with a the gold pedestal, and one of them with a the marble pedestal commemorating the Bitcoin price on January third, two thousand and eleven of 31 cents this is a world premiere right now no i was gonna wait until wednesday to the hero report to reveal this travis so you you got it out of me early mm. well it's beautiful and we want to make sure that the folks of the nifty show have a chance because you guys won't see it any other way it, it, it it's what is it on friday i guess uh, it's the on the 21st the show, on, 
on Thursday. I guess yeah, we guess we could have showed you on Thursday. Maybe we'll it'll show be, you on Thursday again. Because look at that, that's beautiful. It'll be on the twenty first. There's two variations of it. In fact, I can pull up the other one. Let me just go back here. Here is this is the template for it, and this would be the uh, the gold and black marble variation. And um, there's two of them. And what will happen when you come in is to keep anybody from just grabbing the number one mint is you will purchase for $499 in wax a claim certificate that is non-transferable. And the sale will go for 21 minutes. People can purchase uh, one of these and then there's, there'll be a cool down of, of a few minutes on it. So if they want to buy more, they can. And then after the sale's over, we will randomize. And so, so let's say 300 people buy. That means there'll be 150 with the black marble and 150 with the white marble platform, and they will be randomly dropped. So you could be the last person to buy one, and you can end up with the number one mint. Uh, so if these this sale goes similar to the previous ones, about 300 is is um, is not unusual to uh, to see. And these are truly <clears throat> I collectible. I love the viewport in this one. It's so cool. This one's really cool. This is the very best one of these that we've done so far. Let me see if I can full screen. There we go. That's a little better. You can see it, and you can make your own sound effects. Right here. <laughs> Bitcoin 31. Imagine buying Bitcoin at 31 cents, Trav. Mm. <laughs> Crazy. Imagine mining Bitcoin in 2010 and losing them. That's insane. <laughs> Are we talking about that again? <laughs> for the say. for the hundredth time. <laughs> Travis lost his Bitcoin. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I'm doing I'm doing all right, I guess. I look You're at my, look just at my awesome. I mean, seriously, look at my amazing, you know, library that I have here. It's pretty good. It's almost time to update the Nifty Show card. We've got new NFTs to uh, to put on it. We do. We we'll probably will update that one of these days. Thanks for actually a new logo too. That looks a little more spiffy. And for watching, because it is spiffy, it is nifty. And until we meet you guys again, be sure to.